Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the System.io podcast with me, Natasha Pinto. Join us as we discuss all things digital marketing and entrepreneurship. Here, online business owners take us on a journey, how they went from zero to launch. And if you're starting your journey here with System, you've already taken a pretty smart first step. So joining me in this episode is Phil Wilson. He's a content creator, affiliate marketer, online business owner, and entrepreneur. Hi, Phil. Hey, nice to, nice to chat with you. Oh, it's brilliant to have you on the podcast. All right. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about your history, especially how you started as a, as a carpenter and then how you got to where you are now? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's um, it's a pretty interesting story that a lot of people have actually resonated with, right? So I come from a small town in New Zealand called Gisborne. It's only got like 30,000 people. So it's pretty secluded as well. Not many people visit it. So there's a lot of small sort of minds inside of there, right? So by the time I was 15 at high school, um, I didn't really get interested by high school at all. Like I just wanted to go out surfing. I just wanted to build mm-hmm. things. And um, I basically started like losing my grades I started getting in a bit of trouble and then by the time I was 17 I decided that school wasn't really for me anymore and since I was good with my hands my dad's like well you've got to become a carpenter because you're good with your hands you've got to have a career so sure enough became a carpenter um, did that for about 10 years like went to Australia as well chasing the money but what I realized is like, I was looking at the job sites, right? There was people who were 50 years old, 60 years old. They were still working. They were getting treated like probably a little bit worse um, as they got older because they were slower, they were hurting themselves. And I was just thinking to myself, like, is this really what I want to be doing? Is this where I want to be when I'm 50 or 60? And like, I had a few aspirations to sort of travel. I've heard of stories of people, you know, doing amazing things overseas. And I didn't really do geography at school. It's one of these subjects I failed. So I was like, you know what? I want to go travel somewhere, some way, somehow. I don't know how, but that's like the goal in life. And sure enough, um, in carpentry one day, I was working away, hurt myself. And the, the sort of company was like, you did it to yourself, but we're not paying for it. So you have to go off work without pay. It was like a really weird situation I was in. So I was at home off work with an injury that was semi-permanent. And I'm just like, well, I can't keep doing this, you know, like one day it's just going to be the end of it, right? I'm going to be like crippled. I'm not going to be able to make any money. So I got to figure out something. And sure enough, I was on Facebook. Someone pitched an ad to me for an offer. And I like it was a make money offer. I don't know what it was back then, but I was just so confused. It was about this kid who was traveling, surfing in Panama, doing all these things, saying how he was online marketing. And I'm like, what is online marketing? So sure enough, went through the whole, um, you know, the process, which which was similar to what system is, right? It's through a sales funnel where I had an opt-in and then there was a video where it's telling me some stuff and he sold me into this like $3,000 course. And I was just mind blown, right? I was absolutely mind blown. This kid could travel around the world doing affiliate marketing and he could like do it passively, right? He was traveling, making money and he was just living the dream. So I didn't take action right there. And then like I did buy the course, I didn't do anything. And then sure enough, went back to work, hurt myself one more time. And then that was that, like dropped the tools, quit the job, stayed at home while I was in my cast or whatever it was back then. And for about three or four weeks, well, actually it was three or four months. I just was head down for about 14 hours a day, trying to figure this thing out, living off um, what scraps of money I had left. And sure enough, yeah, like about three months later, I started getting some really good success. 
this was back in 2014, I believe. So 2015, yeah, one of the two. So it was a pretty roller coaster journey considering I'm a high school dropout, carpenter by trade, had no idea anything to do with computers, right? I just used it for watching movies and downloading things <laughs> off the internet, right? I had no idea what I was doing. So it was a pretty hard sort of um, sort of journey to get to where I wanted to be. But the good thing was, is like I had a goal in mind, right? It was a do or die sort of scenario for me. It's like, I'm putting all of my eggs in the basket. It's like failure is not an option. So I just gave it my all and sure enough, it paid off, <laughs> even though pretty much everyone I knew said I was an idiot for trying it. Like it's so far out of the norm, right? Everyone just wants to get a house, get a, like a cool car. Yeah. I'm just like, nope, I'm going to do this internet thing. And um, it paid off. It, it paid off really well. So that was back in, yeah, 2014, I started. And then for about the next five years, I traveled around the world, literally to like 80 something countries living in Bali majority of the time. And um, just recently moved back home because this whole COVID thing's going on and now I'm stuck here. So um, yeah, it's just all about now growth of business and sort of sending up some foundations for future. So been a bit of a roller coaster that's for sure <laughs> definitely um but that's an inspiring story especially for people who don't fit the mold like if school is not your thing sometimes it feels like you've got no other option and this is a this is a great one and it's it's not like you're suffering or struggling you've put your head down and you're succeeding so it's really inspirational for people who might be feeling the same and then so you yeah. said it was a, a do or die situation where this had to work or not. But now that you are in affiliate marketing, you're in the thick of it for the last, like, say, six years. Have you experienced any serious obstacles or failure or a point close to failure? And then how did you deal with it? I mean, there's always obstacles and it all depends on how you do things, right? For a long time, I was fully focused on Instagram. This was while uh, Instagram, if anyone knows about Instagram, like, like five years ago, it was like the wild west. You could do anything. You could go viral. I had like 30 accounts at one stage with millions of followers. I was going super deep in the like sort of spider web of Instagram. Then the algorithm changed, right? So everything overnight basically like went to almost a grinding halt, which was years of work building it up as well. So that was definitely an obstacle, but it's one of those things, right? It's, it's like the Muhammad Ali quote or whatever it is, right? It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can uh, get hit and get back up sort of thing. So from there, I went into different avenues and I ended up like starting another company with a friend, teaching people about affiliate marketing and other types of online businesses and things like that. We ended up having like 8,000 students, which was pretty good, but it just sucked the life out of me. So a year after that, I ended up leaving that company and sort of going into a bit of a hole again and restarting again. So it's it's one of these things, right? It's like you can never have a perfect life where everything's going to be rainbows and butterflies, but the more you do it, the better you get, the more experience you get. And yeah, you come, you become like a bit of a wizard by the end of it, right? You understand like a lot of things people don't, and that's what experience sort of gives you. But the goal has been always there and that's not having to work a job ever again. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty strong goal and that goal is never going to go away. So yeah, pretty, Brilliant. pretty stoked with it so far. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And then could you crunch some numbers for our listeners? So how much were you making from your original like carpentry business? And then how are you doing now so that they can kind of see the perspective? Yeah. So a good perspective was in Australia, for example, I was doing, um, I actually worked in the mines for a bit. So I was doing about 70 hours a week 
and I was pulling in maybe like um, seven grand after that a month. So it's quite a lot of work for getting that sort of reward. And now I'm easy making over five figures doing probably about a seventh of that or probably a tenth of that. So it was a lot of downtime, which is good because I've got a little family now. So it gives me time to actually focus on family while still making money. It's um, completely different context of everything. But COVID is actually another interesting scenario because I've got a lot of friends who have offline businesses and mm. a lot of neighbors and things like that. And they're just some of them are struggling. Some of them are just freaking out. And people always ask, like, how's business with you? And I'm like, it actually doesn't make any difference, right? I don't, I could do nothing and it's the same because it's international. It's majority to do with knowledge. So um, it's a little bit of a different ball game, right? Because knowledge is power, really. Everyone needs to learn. So um, it's a little bit different to, you know, physical type businesses, especially because there's not many overheads, especially with tools like system, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially with that one. Um <laughs> That's brilliant. So you're, you're leveraging your expertise, which is something that you're just going to get more and more of as you continue to work in the industry. And yeah, that's awesome. It's like you're learning on the job, getting paid to learn on the job and teaching people as you go. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting because um, I moved back home probably about 18 months ago now. And this, the stigma of anyone in New Zealand or any country probably would be, you know, what is your business? Tell me your business. Mm -hmm. And people just want to understand what you're doing. Like affiliate marketing, trying to explain that ends up being like a 30 minute conversation. It's really annoying. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to start a Facebook advertising agency because I had a few friends making success overseas. And it was, I put in so much effort for so long, like probably two, three months. And I did really well. But after three months, I was completely burnt out again. And I'm just like, it just gave me even more clarity. Like I just created a job, which is exactly what I never wanted to get. So I just instantly shut that down, went back to full-time affiliate marketing. And it's been a very good time ever since then. So um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's all about riding the waves, I guess. All right. So you say the definition of like what affiliate marketing is to somebody else, it's like a 30 minute conversation. Could you distill it into like a sentence? Um, the easiest way I like to say it or give an explanation for is if a company markets to you through advertising, it's like it's going to be straight from the company and you know it's the company trying to sell you something. Whereas if you look on the internet for maybe a product review, an explainer, maybe a tutorial, things like that, it's usually a person um, giving their opinion about the product. They're not necessarily working for a company, but they also have a link in the description. And if they tell you to use it and if you use it, then they get rewarded for providing information. Sort of like that. I like to also have like dumb it right down, right? To the most <laughs> basic form ever. If you go to a gym and you, you refer a friend, you probably get like a month free or something. So it's the same sort of crap as that. It's probably the easiest way to explain yeah. it. <laughs> oh, definitely. And it, it makes sense because you're not necessarily directly the company. You are still giving, uh, I don't know, less subjective opinion about the product. So yeah, because at the end of the day, affiliate marketing, all you're doing is, saving the company from paying for marketing right so they're yeah. going to give you a percentage of what the advertising cost would normally um, cost them sort of thing it's yeah it's it's a it's actually really common becoming more and more common that i now that i know more about the industry and yeah. look around it's funny even like my supermarket down the road has an affiliate program like all your like normal stores down the road like clothing companies everyone has affiliate programs but no one just knows you know it's a it's still a pretty untapped market. So it's, um, it's really exciting. 
Oh, awesome. Okay. And then, um, so what is your process like now uh, when you are promoting an offer? How much time do you spend working on the copy, the pages, the design? What do you do? What's it like? So I'm actually terrible at copy and not the best at pages. I do have a few like blogs and articles and things like that, which are pretty um, dialed down, but majority of the process sort of comes because I'm focusing on YouTube right now. I still believe YouTube is probably the easiest and most lucrative platform right now. I know people are going crazy for TikTok, but it's not like a sustainable platform. Whereas YouTube is more of a sustainable as it's half search engine, half social media, but it's got less restrictions. It's like Google without the, the sort of the big restrictions that they impose on websites. So I mainly just focus on YouTube. I do just some simple funnels to get emails. I also do some simple bonuses to incentivize referrals. But basically what I will do is if there's an offer, I'll have a look at the statistics through different types of um, sort of tools, I guess, like keyword tools, see how much people are looking, see how many other competitors have created videos about them before, see what's going viral. And then also, um, depending on the affiliate program as well, right? If it's just a small commission, if it's a small tier product, I probably wouldn't put much effort into it, especially if it's old. But if it's a new product, which system is actually quite new, I've done loads of videos for system. Um, it's, it's sort of like good to do a lot of grunt work at the beginning. So I created like a training series that I've put out onto YouTube now. But um, the more effort you do while the company is still fresh, the more you're going to get in return because YouTube is extremely passive. Like you get crazy amounts of traffic for it and it's, it's very very well targeted you get a lot of conversions so um for system for example i did a lot of effort probably 20 videos which doesn't take long like maybe a couple of days of effort and then at the end of it like i can just forget about it now and it's just going to tick over and over for months if not years to come which is an incredible reward versus social media which is very very draining yeah, and the awesome thing about YouTube is if they're putting advertising onto your videos, you're getting that paycheck as well on top of whatever you're getting from the people who opt in. Yeah, oh man, YouTube is just so good. You can add as many links as you want in the description. You're not going to get penalized. You can also get subscribers. So each time you post a video, they get notified. Yeah, you can, oh, it's just, there's so many benefits to it. Yeah, you also get the ad credit. You can, oh, it's just, it's just crazy, Brilliant. crazy how it works. Well, you're right. Um, I actually wanted to chat to you a little bit about the social media and YouTube statistics. So YouTube holds about 95% of all internet users and they're supposed to have about a billion hours of YouTube videos that are watched daily. And that's a crazy number. There's not a billion hours in the day. I mean, you think about how many people must be looking. Yeah, exactly. And that's a ton of eyes yeah. and they've got like I think it's 2 billion accounts, active account users, but that's not including how many people are just watching or clicking through. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how the world's actually changed so much recently. Like if you think the last five years, like it used to be newspapers. It used to be like a lot of magazines. It used to be like a lot of, you know, blogging and stuff like that. Blogging's still pretty good, but like a lot of the magazines in New Zealand have shut down now, like around the world, they've all shut down. Newspapers are like, you know, there's not many anymore. It used to be the, the prime sort of uh, advertising sort of platform, but now everything's YouTube, you know, TikTok, you've got also Instagram videos. The attention span's just gone right to the ground, right? You've got like a, not even a minute, not even 20 seconds these days to capture attention. If you don't get it, it's gone. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. 
I haven't read a book in, in years. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, but at least at least there are ways to kind of make some kinds of content adaptive. So like you haven't read a book in years, but you could listen to an audiobook or a podcast exactly. or watch a video or something. So you're still you're still getting that kind of content, but just in a completely that's different it. form. That's um, and then so you mentioned Facebook. Do you still make use of Facebook for part of your marketing or have you kind of let that slide? Because they're supposed to be this amazing place. They've got the most active users, like more than half the population of the planet. But I don't know. A lot of people think it's a dying platform. Yeah, I'd probably say it's a dying platform as well. Like the only thing I use Facebook for is Messenger. Like pretty much everyone's on messenger so that's how i communicate and then also facebook groups it's like i i want to be in groups because i want to see what people are talking about it's sort of almost my news channel right because yeah. it's not just one person giving me information there's other people sort of talking about it so you can just skim through see what the sort of the actual information is if it's good if it's bad so it's easily digestible um but i haven't done a post i think i've done one post this year and same with Instagram. I think I did a post when I got married like 18 months ago and that's about it. Like <laughs> I haven't really done anything, right? Because those are just like time-sucking sort of platforms and people, especially with like this COVID thing going on, they're like dividing sort of families and things now with all this sort of fear and hate going around. So I just want to stay as far away from that as possible. So that's why I'm just like, just trying to stick to Facebook groups that are interesting to the sort of business i'm in and then just focus on creating content for youtube so yeah so yeah, like i think facebook, facebook is dying. yeah and like using the groups is kind of what forums would have been and what reddit would have been so you're still getting that information exactly. and all of the stuff okay cool yeah, um yeah. and then are there any trends that you notice in your particular industry in affiliate marketing so you've said you don't spend so much time on pages, but do you still think that they're a worthy pursuit creating like the sales funnels and stuff? Or do you think video is where you should go? Well, um, you definitely need to have sales funnels and you need to definitely build your email list because it's the only ever source of, you know, customer based or, you know, audience based that you'll ever actually own. So you have to 100% grow an email list or everything could be taken away in an instant. Um, in terms of like websites and stuff, they're good, but people don't really last long. People just want to either watch videos or, you know, watch something funny, like attention spans are tiny, but, um, in terms of trends, it's, I think affiliate marketing is growing. It's becoming widely popular. I think affiliate offers are starting to slightly change. Everything's going towards, you know, almost cryptocurrency to a, mm -hmm. an extent. Oh my God, my newsfeed is just getting blown up with things like these NFT things that are going on and all these different coins. Like I had a friend that actually started with YouTube like three years before I did. And I was like, why would I ever start on YouTube? But now he's doing extremely well. He did a post two days or two weeks ago, sorry, about how he made 1.2 million in two weeks with this new cryptocurrency offer. And I'm just like, oh my God, like maybe I should start getting into cryptocurrencies. Like, but um, it's the same thing. You need to build the list. He's got a massive list. So that sort of fuels majority of his income. So it's all about growing that list and growing that audience really. Cause um, yeah, I think, I think it's just going to be the continuous trend, right? You got to have a big email list and you've got to have a subscriber base and that's basically it. Definitely. Mm. And then um, what does the future look like for you? So do you have a medium term or a long term goal that you're working towards and then maybe something short term as well? Uh, yeah. So 
I don't really have like an income number I really want to hit. I do want to increase my passive income massively though. And that majority means for me um, sort of finding some good two-tier affiliate platforms, sort of like system and grow Mm -hmm. like a massive team in them and hopefully train everyone inside of it so they can make a decent amount of money through different platforms and they know exactly how to use it. And then I'm also going to get rewarded from that. But it's sort of like just, I don't know, growing up the passive income to about $20,000, creating some good courses because I absolutely love teaching people. Like teaching is so rewarding, seeing people get results from what you've taught them. So um, I'm going to be launching a few courses soon. Um, which will be good, pretty much just emptying my entire brain of things that have been successful. So it's going to be good not having to explain it to a lot of people anymore. Um, So that's another big goal. But I guess I sort of just want to let out as much as I can. I'm not going to be doing YouTube forever because, um, yeah, I just want to sort of go into behind the scenes sort of businesses. I've got a few other businesses I've been helping grow um, with my wife, which is pretty cool. But sort of just make a good passive income, teach a lot of people, um, sort of everything I've learned. And then, yeah, sort of just step back off the screen for a while. I'm getting old, getting wrinkles. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're not that bad. I'm cheating. I've got a selfie light helping me out. <laughs> okay, brilliant. So do you think that you would ever build on to more of an e-learning kind of presence online. So shift from just affiliate marketing and then work on creating your courses and then selling those as your passive income. Definitely, definitely want to sell some courses. Um, I think in the next probably three, four months, I'm going to be focusing on a few big ones. I'm going to launch one in the next couple of days, actually, which is going to be um, like a big crash course into YouTube, how you can get like tons of traffic. I can't believe the amount of traffic I'm getting from YouTube. It's incredible. And it converts at like 20 to 25%, which is mental, right? It's absolutely mental. Um, so I want to launch that out as soon as possible because I know it's going to help a lot of people with their businesses. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, over time, I'll create like masterclasses, which will be like my signature sort of courses, maybe even do a bit of coaching. I don't know if COVID goes away, may even do a retreat if it gets big enough, if there's enough interest, but it's all in the all in the pipeline, but I do love teaching, so courses will be a big part of the future for sure. Okay, fantastic. All right, now a few short questions. Is there one book, maybe, or podcast, or resource that you would recommend to our listeners? So, someone who's just starting out on their entrepreneurship journey. Oh, um, just starting. So. Before I actually pulled the trigger back in 2014 to start looking at online business, because I didn't think I could actually do it. The first book I, uh, well, I didn't read it. I listened to it. I'm not much of a reader. Uh, It was the um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Mm -hmm. Everyone probably knows that one. So that was the first one that sort of expanded my mind a little bit. And then because I love to travel, I heard of someone um, talking about the four-hour work week. So I read that and I was just like, okay, he's traveling, not working much. I'm like, this is perfect. So I was like, everything sort of aligned together. Um, so I'd probably recommend those two just to get started. The alchemist is also a great one. It sort of teaches you patience, um, which is a big thing. And then once you've sort of got your feet really wet and you're starting to make a little bit of money, listen to the James Wedmore podcast, the business by design. Oh, it's so good. It's absolutely good. He's, he's a, he's a gangster affiliate marketer from way back and he's making like $10 million through courses and stuff. Now he's, he's extremely good. Thank you. And then um, what advice would you give your 18-year-old self? So looking back. 
18 year old self put down the bear and start <laughs> focusing on on internet marketing <laughs> yeah maybe start sooner <laughs> yeah start, like tell tell yourself to find the 12 year old self version of you and focus on computers <laughs> okay, awesome. yeah yeah something like that anyway i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> and then um is there a niche that you think will see the next boom is it affiliate marketing or uh there can't be tiktok marketing <laughs> yeah tiktok marketing is pretty huge right now but it's um it's just too broad it's not really targeted but um i think I think we're still at the infant stages of crypto as much as I hate to say it. So um, crypto with affiliate marketing is good, but it's more about just building an audience. Um, but I don't really know exactly what the trends are going to be, but I know, I know crypto is pretty much infinite, right? I've always wanted to get into more software as a service, like creating like a software platform. Cause one thing that everyone needs is software, right? If it's like yeah. a video recording tool, if it's like an email marketing tool, if it's like a website builder, whatever, it's like that's that's something that people are always going to need in the future, but it's like it's a pretty hard thing to do if you've not even finished English or high school. So I'll probably start looking towards, um, yeah, like cryptocurrency or something like that. Investing. I know the housing market's going crazy as well. So I don't know. It's all there's so many things going on. I guess you just got to focus on one thing at a time. So I'll let you know once I finish all this YouTube stuff. <laughs> and then um, the best place you've traveled to. I love Bali. I'm a Bali guy. <laughs> I, spent, I spent like four years there. It's just so good. The people are amazing. Such a good community of entrepreneurs as well. So that's like the main reason. We just love it because um, everyone's sort of on the same wavelength. Everyone's doing something online. Everyone's just super happy to hang out, chill, talk, like no, not like hide any information. Okay. It's an incredible place to network. Yeah. So probably Bali. Okay. Definitely Bali. I'll add it to my list. Um <laughs> And then where can our listeners find you? So YouTube channel, website, where can they find you? And I'll pop the link. Um, oh, that's a tough one. I've got loads of different channels. Um, a good one's probably my Instagram, I guess. Just anything I am Phil Wilson, like I am Phil Wilson.com or Instagram at I am Phil Wilson or my Facebook page. I don't post too much, but I'm going to in the near future just because I've almost come to an end of a project. So I'm going to have a lot more time to, uh, to focus on it. There's going to be loads of helpful things coming out. I'm also going to be teaching like a lot of affiliate marketing training on my personal YouTube channel, just Phil Wilson, um, which is sort of just going to, yeah, explore and teach some things that are going to help out a bunch of people. So, yeah. Awesome. And then thank you, Phil, so much for joining me um, and for giving me your time. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that five-star rating and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to this on a podcasting app, subscribe to the SIO podcast so that you never miss an episode. System is a digital marketing software platform with all of the tools that you need to grow your online business.